Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. But if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Lagos, Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand for the past 18 years. So I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast is about a topic I am very, very passionate about. It's all about how to manage disgruntled customers. How do you manage a customer when she's upset? Today, I want to talk about the things you don't do. The things you don't do when a customer is upset with you. This is what we're talking about today. What inspired this episode? I just experienced um, this myself. Um, A customer was upset with us and we had to manage this situation. And this was actually a customer that was irregular. So we handled the situation quite well and it occurred to me that we could easily have lost this customer's business if this matter was not handled properly. So how do you manage this? And I have to say that no matter how good you are, no matter how great your processes are or how wonderful your staff are, you are going to face this problem. Everybody does, you know, so it is nothing against you if you are dealing with that now or if you've dealt with it in the past. We all are human and because we are human, we have the capacity to get things wrong sometimes. Um, And of course, this is business. There are a lot of things that are not up to you, right? There are a lot of things that are not up to you. So things could happen that are out of your control. So how do you manage it? How do you manage? What are the things you don't do? Number one, when your customer is upset with you, to the point where she comes to you to tell you. The first thing you don't do is get upset back. Now, the reason why it's important for you not to get upset back, but instead to be super grateful is because most customers don't come back with feedback. Most customers will not tell you when you have done something wrong. They may tell other people, but they may not tell you. The reason is they may not feel that they even owe you an explanation. They feel they have paid for a service. They didn't get the service they expected. And the best they can do for themselves is cut their losses and change vendors. That is dangerous. But when you have a customer who is upset but feels either obligated or feels, you know, moved somehow to tell you for whatever reason, you have to be super grateful because she has given you an opportunity to redeem yourself. There are not a lot of those available. Redemption in business. Competition is fierce. Customers have options. If somebody is coming back to you to tell you, you know, you've done something wrong, right? Um, you, you owe it to her to fix the problem. But more importantly, you should be grateful. So the first thing to do is not to get upset back. Now, even if you're upset, because you know what? There are some customers who have you know, irrational expectations. Um, and they almost set you up to fail. You understand what I mean? Um, sometimes they push your buttons or they try to get so much more for their money than, you know, you can afford. And it is annoying, but still the reaction is not to get upset. Don't take it personal, right? Don't take it personal. What you need to do is to first and foremost, hear the customer out so don't get obsessed upset that's the first thing 
Number two, the thing not to do is over explain yourself, trying to justify your position. Especially when you know something has gone wrong. And when I say something has gone wrong, what I mean is the customer did not get value for her money. At the end of the day, it's not really about whether your processes were compromised or not. What it comes down to is, did the customer get what she paid for? If the answer is no, then you are obligated to fix the problem and not to try to explain your way out of it. There is nothing more upset to me than when I have paid for a service and suddenly I'm hearing why things are not convenient for my vendor. So I'm going to put out a scenario. A customer pays for a top, a dress, whatever it is you do, and you're supposed to deliver. You call your um, dispatch rider or your courier company and you give the courier company instructions to deliver the outfit to your customer. The courier company takes it to the wrong person, for instance, and um, your customer did not get her outfit. Now the customer calls you and says to you, it's a week, I haven't received my outfit, what's going on? Then you find out that the the courier company delivered it to the wrong person. You know what? What you need to do right away is get that customer her outfit. You have two options. Option number one, get it from whoever it is it was delivered wrongly to. If you are lucky that that is possible, do that quickly. Number two, and this will be my preferred option, cut your losses. Look at this as an opportunity to save a client, right? Um, To retain a client and make the customer another outfit and get it sent express. Now, what you shouldn't do is say to the customer, it's not my fault. We sent it across. However, the dispatch rider who we've been using forever made a mistake, delivered to the wrong person. Now we don't know where the person is. The person is not available. They are not releasing the product. You know what? You are adding stress on stress, insult on injury. All of that is not your customer's business. What you need to do is ensure the customer either gets a refund or gets their outfit. That leads me to number three. If you have really truly done wrong by your customer, I need you to go back to your return policy. There needs to be an out. At the end of it, or worst case scenario, there needs to be an option for refund. I know we don't like hearing this. Guess what? Nobody likes to refund. I don't like to refund. I had an experience recently, and I'm going to share some practical things that happened to me as well, so that you guys can realize that even a company who is customer-centric, you know, things can happen. But it is how you walk through that that problem that, that matters and how you rectify things with a client that matters. So I had a client who ordered for a dress. So she called in to ask if we had the dress available in store. Um, and we, we, you know, one of my, the person she called, called in the store and said, you know, she asked the, the store staff to check if the inventory was available, the design was available. And the staff said it was. So the customer went into the store um, to pick it up. But before doing that, 
she wanted to close in on the deal and she paid for it immediately because she was told that the outfit was was available now upon sending somebody to pick it up you know the store staff found out that she got it wrong she had checked the wrong um, style name and the outfit wasn't available so the customer calls and says I need this outfit available right away. What do we do? Can it be done in a hurry? Can I get it in 24 hours? Now, this is one of our more intricate designs. It wasn't something we knew we could do, um, you know, within 24 hours. So we said, no, the options you have are to pick something else or to give us at least 72 hours to get it done. You know, finally, your final option is a refund. Now, that refund was going to cost us. Because apart from refunding the money, we're going to bear a charge on refund because this was not, uh, she wanted an instant refund and it wasn't a, it wasn't our bank that she was using. You understand? There's a transfer cost. But to, number one, show this customer that we are very, very particular about her being satisfied and we also were sensitive to the fact that um, she didn't get what she wanted you know we paid her back the the money now we didn't say to her oh sorry ma the staff got it wrong the staff was checking the wrong style name the staff did not know the size was not available this none of that was is the customer's business the customer's relationship with you starts and ends at the point where she gets value for money the moment she's not getting what she paid for nothing else matters you know what happened later the customer came back she literally came back the next day and said if you can deliver this thing in two days i'd like to pay for it because truth be told this is what i want and that's exactly what happened we put a rush order in it it cost us a little bit more to put the rush order in it but again, we wanted to just please this customer to prove to her that when we did say it could be done, we meant it. And we went ahead, we did it, and she got her product. Now, the thing is, if we hadn't managed that situation where well, we would have lost a very good customer. I have a lot of experiences, a lot of experiences here where it comes to managing customers' expectations and managing disgruntled customers. And it's not because we are doing something wrong. It's because we are dealing with um, human beings both in terms of the customer and in terms of many different um, moving parts when it comes to dealing with um, an order, you know, and managing a business. So you have to be sensitive to that. So one thing not to do is to go on this long explanation, justifying your error um, based on some of your internal problems. Don't share your internal problems with your customer. It's really none of her business especially if it is not somebody who is like a friend or something you know so i hope that is clear number three another thing that you should not do you really should not forget that the customer is king don't forget that the customer is king don't get so familiar with the customer that you forget that she is the boss you know and I see this happen all, all the time, especially when the customer is a friend, right? Whether it's a friend turned customer, a customer turned friend. Don't you ever take a customer's business for granted because of a personal relationship. For me, I think the privilege 
you know, a friend should have for being my customer is that you even get, you know, better service than anybody else, you know, because you're my friend and you have chosen to, to patronize me, right? You know, I'm going to treat you extra special. I'm not going to take your business for granted because at the end of the day, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with, um, bad service because i'm your friend so i'd rather avoid that altogether and go and buy from somebody else but if i know that because you are my friend you're going to treat me extra extra special it's not even about giving me a discount but i'm making sure my order comes out on time comes out the way i want it then being your friend is now a plus so please don't take your customers who are your friends for granted if a customer who is a friend has experienced bad service or has not received what she has paid for don't don't try to make excuses and say after all you are my friend so you should understand please ah please <laughs> that ah came from inside don't do that don't do that because your friends should be your biggest brand advocates but if they honestly don't feel like they get good service from you then they are not in a position to justify the advocacy, as it were. So that's another three. Don't get familiar. Don't get overly familiar. If somebody's a customer, in the moment, let them be a customer. Okay? In the moment, let them be a customer. Um, my fourth point is, when you are dealing with a customer who is upset, be clear as to what the problem is. This is so important to say because we are vulnerable you know, we are vulnerable. We we could be dealing with people who are irrational and have irrational requests. I'll give another example. So I had a customer who bought a dress from us. We had written on the dress very clearly that it was dry clean only. The dress was embellished. The care instructions were there. The customer takes the dress Actually, to be honest, she, she bought the dress for a friend. The friend takes the dress, tosses it into the washing machine. Don't know what kind of detergent she used. And the, the fabric itself stayed intact, thank God. But all the embellishments, you know, came off. Now, the reason why we had written dry clean only was because you know we are sensitive to the embellishment and we are also sensitive to the fabric you know the fabric for best care dry clean and so what do i what what am i to do in this situation do i get intimidated by the customer and offer high refund no do i get intimidated by the customer and re-embellish the dress for free no this is a teachable moment for the customer where you say to the customer there is um, a care instruction on the dress. The, your friend clearly did not obey the care instructions and that's why she got this um, result. This is not a time for you to go on some never-ending explanation. You know, you state the facts so you give clarity. You tell the customer exactly what went wrong especially when it wasn't your fault you tell her exactly what went wrong you know in this case you may need to stand your ground and the reason why it's important to remain firm but polite and clear is because if you if you don't do this two things will happen 
the situation will 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 get um will go beyond what actually caused it you could get personal you you could also get upset you could you know say things that have nothing to do with the case so you don't want your emotion emotions running uh, you know away from you here because it is clearly a very um upsetting experience where you realize that you know this customer is either trying to take you for granted or she sincerely um you know thinks that something you know she's been treated badly you know so you need to give clarity you need to be polite very very polite now i emphasize on being polite because when you are not polite then this is a second offense right so you need to be very polite explaining to the customer exactly what happened now i'll give another example in this situation where my the customer throws the dress into the washing machine and all the embellishments came off my staff made a mistake instead of explaining to the customer that there's a care label and the care instructions were not carried out she went on and on about how you know the embellishment cannot be redone except the customer paid for it so the customer did not see that the problem was that the care instructions were not followed she felt the problem was we did not want to embellish for free you understand so make that clear and i think that's about it for today i think i'm going to talk more about this in the next next episode what is most important is clarity and what is most important is that the customer is king right thank you so very much for listening Speak to you soon. Bye.